Welcome to the first episode of 2023 for the Friday Night Movie Podcast. And we're going to start by listening to some viewer feedback on our last episode, because I think a lot of people were afraid that the last episode was our last episode. Because one, Tony Dobbish, he of the uh, of Take Two podcast fame, he offered, for example, to step in sometime as a guest host should Lily and Becky kill each other. I mean, reasonable reaction. <laughs> Lily, are you Lily, frozen? Have you gotten any feedback? Um, I got one message immediately after the episode dropped that said, Becky's really on one. <laughs> and and I was like, yeah, she's like out to get me for some reason. And uh, she clearly I think it was a pretty cookie, clear why a cookie or a nap is it because of the nap? And then un- I got a na- look, a- Becky often needs a cookie or a nap. If she's unsurprisingly, unsurprisingly, no one gave me their feedback. <laughs> Everyone was afraid <laughs> to give Becky there. I think that That's says great. a lot about that episode. And then I got another one. Oh man, the way you got under Becky's skin in the best of episode was vintage Lily and the reason you're the best character. (laughs) (laughs) So Lily's power rankings seem to have gone up because of her mistreatment of you, Becky. I hope you remember. Uh, uh, No, because I was being mistreated. I think you're remembering it wrong. No, uh, but that's not how you were described there. Okay. Well, the year is new. And the vibes are a million times better. Why? Because we had another classic Corman New Year's together as orchestrated by our mother in her and dad's apartment in Philly. It was, you know, do we ever need more than our family to entertain ourselves? No, everyone there was related. Do we need a karaoke machine? No. Did we get one? Yes. I, I would like it known that I... I don't want to say I saved the day because mom and dad really created the entire environment, but I did commit to getting a karaoke machine to mom and dad's before the show. In fact, that may have led to some of the agitation that caused our last episode because I had pushed the timing so I could order the karaoke machine to mom and dad's, but it arrived an hour before the party started. And I think it was a hit because not only did it provide music, but it also provided a constant stream of disco lights. And mom specifically said, shy, not just can I get, can you get me a karaoke machine with like one day's notice, but can you get me a disco ball? That karaoke machine (laughs) caused a huge fight between us though. Do you remember? Right before the recording of last right before, before the recording. recording. Yeah, so last episode, it all ties together. I'm always wondering if Becky is on the podcast. I'm pretty, that is how I led up to the story. The relevance of that story and the karaoke and the New Year's is that I may have made you both extremely agitated before the last episode because I delayed us while I ordered the karaoke machine. I, you know, it's so funny going into that episode. I thought you and Lily would be fighting the whole time because I wasn't agitated at all about the karaoke machine. And then what did I really lose it? Well, you never know. You never know what's brewing underneath. You never know when Becky passes the cookie threshold. So, so, but the karaoke machine, that moment, that, that valley of anger and agitation and humor for everybody listening led to one of the most 
fun nights we've had in a long time. It was delightful evening. Some highlights included my daughter, my older daughter and I leading the family in an absolutely insane game of charades. And I would like it known that our tactic is to, sometimes there's a theme for charades. We go with no theme. You could get- You go with things that aren't even like- Phrases or movies, you just put two words together and oh, hope yeah. for that, the best. That out that oh like outshine the karaoke. But that one of so my good. one of the ones I picked was a cat with a mustache. Yeah, and you got it. Becky is, by the way, she she fights her words, is the best at charades. And very, I'm very expressive. I'm a I'm a big hand talker for anyone knows me who knows me in person. And very and I have very I have very expressive eyebrows, I've been told. It's so much so that sometimes it throws people off in conversation with me because my eyebrows are going wild. And uh so it's I guess it is no surprise that I'm great so, at so charades. in a previous game Becky got French Revolution. You got Lily guest Becky saying French Revolution. So I hive just, mind, hive mind. Maybe we should do a video episode of just charades no i don't think anyone's in a podcast that's that'll just, be for the patreon that we don't that have for the patreon that we don't have you can so, play charades with us we, and, and lose ca- to us and karaoke had many highlights lily kicked it off with some sweet caroline which was yeah, really classic um, which was really a good shout out to shelly that song's really been ruined for me but it is great it got everybody in the mood why was it oh. ruined for you because of Boston, the whole city of Boston. They sing the whole city of Boston song. ruined it. Why do they? Why do they sing it? They sing it at Red Sox games. I don't why know. is they it? They played is it at other Boston. They song? played at other baseball games, but it's a Boston. But why is that a baseball song? Is Neil Diamond like from song? Boston? I think he's from New York. Is that? Is there other any baseball references Fenway in it? Park thing. Anyways, mm. mom and dad sang "Me and Julio" down by the schoolyard. That was a. I mean, saying a, again is a stretch. That was a big hit. Spoken word. But the big, the biggest moment. <laughs> Some was, of the words. Was I would say one of the, the one of the biggest moments was my older daughter singing Perry Grip's modern day classic "Yum Yum Breakfast Burrito" in a <laughs> duet with Becky's husband. I you such a beautiful might, moment. We might as well have seen the Rolling Stones on stage. Every single person of. Three generations. There's, it's was up more likely. Game. It's more likely for you to see Rolling Stones on stage than yeah, Becky's then, husband doing karaoke. Yeah. And I like mean, for you to be that close, so for them to be playing yeah. in your living room, it was amazing. And uh, it was it was a it was a huge success. Although uh, Becky and Lily, as seen on in our Instagram, Becky and Lily, you had a few complaints about the setup. You felt like you were invited to mom and dad's party oh. that had to do like so, a little too much work so at the party. okay this no, is no, just no, like no, the, no we should no, have like no, a, no, no. a bumper no, no, that no. comes on that mom, says like becky and lily ungrateful let's hear what happened okay first of all we did do all the helping because we did Absolutely. and when mom came to my kid's birthday party she made spent two and a half hours frying latkes i owe the woman that's fine but just so we're clear on how the events rolled out First, mom says she wants to spend New Year's with us. And I say, I'm not going out. I don't want to travel anywhere. Then she says, okay, but I want to have everyone at my apartment. Lily's like, I'm going to be in Philly. And I go, okay, fine. I'll go to Philly, but I'm not going to go out in Philly. I'll stay in for New Year's. And she says, okay, that's great. We'll have you guys over. We'll just stay in for New Year's. And then I very quietly hear her whisper one time. She's she's visiting us. She's on her phone. She goes, "Ah, you know what? I'm just gonna make it a party. I'm gonna do an evite, and I go, uh oh, right. <laughs> so now she's like sending out an evite, 
with to like a bunch of the cousins, which is great. We love our cousins fine. And then we hear, oh, another curveball. Ooh, we've ordered some like special deli from New York. We're going to be bringing in deli. And ooh, look, I got these decorations. And ooh, look. And now all of a sudden, it's like four or six hours before the party begins. And she is freaking out because Lily and I are not cleaning and setting up for her party. Because we're staying that she at has the planned. apartment that the party is in. That right, she that, made true. me there come were... to Philadelphia for that, that to stay true. in her apartment. When you have an apartment full of children, there's no reason to clean until the very last minute. Last minute. Because but also, you invited me to Philadelphia to stay in your apartment. Then you decided to throw a party. And then you told me I was responsible for said party. And then you should have seen Becky's face when she asked mom if there were potato chips. Oh, no, that was a Shonda. That was a Shonda. I mean, I love gonna serve that. deli a, and not a, a lot of potato chips. He bought there was so like many chips, but tors, not... tortilla chips. Right, and... you can't. Tortilla chips don't go with deli. They can what be was the a, other an appetizer one? for deli, but they don't go with deli. It was like pretzels and tortilla chips and popcorn. So much popcorn, but no mm, potato chips. You want me to eat a turkey sandwich on rye and not have a potato chip? Are you out of your mind? And Shai, Shai went and got the potato hey, chips. Again, so second moment where I saved the day. On this New Year's, that's our theme here. Okay. In fact, maybe that's the name of this episode. But I also feel like having Shy go get potato chips is like asking the Coast Guard to like watch the kiddie pool. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's an extreme. It's overkill. an extreme re- like overkill. And led to Shy its own go- Give me all of your eggs and bacon. <laughs> I mean, but I also, I, but also it was very me because I didn't want to go far. So I only went to CVS. So I was just dealing with what was in the I was CVS. I to say, there's no, there are no potato chips left at the CVS. But, on oh, everyone had a comment to me. I, I have, I have these, two, I had two baskets filled with, uh, and, and I'm waiting on the self checkout line. One guy just like, oh, it's a lot of chips, buying a lot, a lot of last minute chips. Bet you're gonna have a hundred dollar yeah, chip bill. I said, he, back off, sir. First of all. <laughs> If there's anything worth spending $100 on, it's chips to ensure I didn't spend the success of the deli platter. I put in Allie's phone number as the Good, Tell me, but card. like, but let's... Anna, what did you, you wanna, get? Do you want to price it let's right? Guess, it? Let's, guess what, let's guess what kind of crazy thing Shai has spent $100 on. Though. That'll be a different <laughs> game. Price is right it. I'm going to say... Because chips aren't that expensive. I'm going to say... I will say the individual small bags were... were they're kind of expensive. Bit. Yeah, we're a little. I originally wanted to say eighty-seven. I'm going to go with sixty-eight. Okay, she goes with sixty-eight. I'm going to go with sixty-eight. Sixty-eight, Lily. I'm going. I'm checking the receipt now. Lily. Oh, sixty-eight's a great number. I'm going to say seventy-five. Ooh. Um. Well, you know what? The issue is, is that I can't verify it right now. But I think it was more like fifty-six. So oh, you're both we're over. both over. Not surprising. Might but have been sixty kind of, something, but you're both. What over. kind of weird things have you spent a hundred dollars on? I'm gonna guess, like for example, there was that time Chocolate where bars. Allie, where Allie was like, mm, "I'm in the mood for a cookie," and then you door dashed a hundred dollars worth of stuff from Seven Eleven just so you could get her one cookie, right? Like that's the uh, kind of stuff. That's about that. I did do that once, so my wife <laughs> could have a cookie. Yes, I absolutely did that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Are there other things that I've done? Well, I mean, to in order, to, the pandemic really enabled me ordering things. So yes, I I did I did um, I did 
do that with Carvel ice cream a number of times where I order like a whole cake. And then I'm like, well, since I'm ordering the cake, <laughs> I'll throw a few extra things in there. So th I mean, this like classic guy. Well, I'm ordering one cake for Thanksgiving. I might as well get two cakes for Thanksgiving. Yeah. We well, I did that. That's what cake. I did. We still have that cake. Are you kidding? Now you come to my Ooh. house. Do you, you still have some, some fudgy? You still have some fudgy the whale? Still some fudgy the whale. Still have some Ooh. turkey tom. Uh, $51.46. Okay. Ooh, oh, wow. Was... We were both over. Did a bit a dollar. Now, right. go, now looking ahead, now looking ahead to 2023, we're going to play a little buy, rent, meh of the quarter one of 2023. So not all the 2023, and I just potpourried this. I just jumped around. If we missed something, I'm very sorry. And I want to, I want to reference something oh. that the great Liz Nord put out mm -hmm. the other day, which is uh, Liz, Liz Nord mentioned, you know, that people shouldn't have worst lists because movies are really hard to make. And I want to take a moment to recognize that is a hundred percent true. Right. Um, I think I forget who one of our friends said recently, it's really hard it to make a bad movie. Gabe. It was Gabe, Gabe, Gabe Diani. A hundred percent. When we and it's like impossible to make a great movie. Yeah. It's a miracle. And and, and exactly They're all it's a miracle. somewhere so in the middle. When we rank something as meh, we always make a point of saying that the meh isn't necessarily negative. And also we're doing this in good fun. So um, but in general, but meh, let's be no, clear, a bleh is not in good fun. <laughs> no, no, a bleh is not in good fun. And 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 it's oh and I'm allowed to be angry like, about the last Jedi. I, and I'm, I'm not blaming all the people about, who worked on it. I'm allowed to be angry about the Irishman. Like, yeah, he's a well, seasoned yeah. director. Oh my gosh, especially because we've been watching The Offer, the offer. where they have someone playing a young Pacino and you're like, so you could have just cast young men to play them. Well, also, also in The Irishman, like, The Irishman actually crosses technology? over with the story, I think. Like the real life story of The Irishman I was reading, I think actually crosses Don't over say with say nice things about that story, Shane. No, no. But 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 my point is this is that did you see I that in theaters? Preface really? before we as we kick yes. off the new year. I'm so sorry for you. What a waste! It was the first movie I saw we, with a babysitter to, when I had a baby to be able to go out to the movies, and it was three and a half hours long, and like the babysitter was we, so mad. It was I a disaster. Want, my point is, is never that when, we, when we rank something low, uh, we're not definitive experts on this. You're you're talking to the guy who defends the cats the movie more than anyone. Okay, I love that movie. Um, but you're entitled to your opinion. Don't you're entitled to, like to your everything. opinion, absolutely. But nothing is definitively bad or not good. Everyone should go see what they want to see. And I'd much rather see people's opinions than aggregated scores on mm -hmm. tomatoes. So that being mm -hmm. said, we are going to play a game now with ranking. Buy, rent, meh. It's the signature game of Friday Night Movie. If it's your first time checking it out, it is the universal ranking system, rating system. A buy is a movie that you would buy. You would put in your collection. It doesn't have to be an Oscar winner. You can, there's, we could do stars if you wanted to get into the details around that. But it's a movie that you want to own. A rent is a movie you'd also like to see, but maybe you're not going to commit to putting your collection. And a meh, meh can have many different meetings. It does not necessarily mean it's the worst, but it's not the buy or the rent. Okay. And then a bleh, which is the extra card that you throw maybe once a year at most like that's a last jedi situation all right <laughs> big movie franchises are coming back this year got some big ones coming and i can't wait to hear lily's opinion on these first okay mm -hmm. ant-man and wasp quantum mania no. no. so that is paul what's, rudd what's and worse than blair 
(laughs) Paul, what? They're going into the quantum realm. They're going to fight Kang the Conqueror. I I have to tell you, I love no. Paul Rudd so much and I would watch it just to see him for a couple of hours, like to hang I'm out happy with him for, for a couple him, of hours. But, no. but story-wise, CG-wise, character-wise, I okay. I would not, I do not feel compelled to spend hours on okay. this. So wait, I have, I have three for you. I have that, I have John Wick oh. 4. There's more John okay. Wick to tell. And there is Shazam Fury of the Gods. So buy rent. Okay, well, this three. is very easy. I'm buying Shazam Fury of the Gods. Can I Zachary that. Levi? So, so, so excited treasure. for it. James Gunn, and, please keep And this now part of we this. have all the um, grown up Shazam characters. Shazamers? Yeah, like I don't the Adam know. Brody the gods. People. Yeah, the Adam Brodies are going to be in it. It's going to be so much fun. Um, so that's for sure why I'm going to rent John Wick because I've never seen any John Wick, but I'm more likely to watch John Wick 4 out of order than Ant-Man and Wasp. <laughs> you probably I, I believe, Becky, that is the correct answer. I, mm-hmm. I buy Shazam because Zachary Levi is amazing. Shazam is the most underrated of the superhero movies. People don't pay attention to how great and fun that movie is. And I'm sure the second one will be awesome as well. And... Uh, I'm going to rent Ant-Man and Wasp because Paul Rudd and I, I'm excited about Kang the Conqueror. And I've never, you know, the John Wick movies, I get people really, really love them. The John Wick movies have never been my thing. I've never been into mm-hmm. them um, for a variety of reasons. Okay. Now I'm filing, I, this is a little bit of a potpourri category. The first two are movies I know Allie wants to see because of the amount of abs that are in them. Mm-hmm. And then... I know where this is going. And then I my abs do you mean buns? You pony. And then I threw in Dungeons and Dragons because it just sort of fit. Okay. So Creed 3, Magic Mike's Last Dance, which has a very compelling preview, by the way. Mm-hmm. And Dungeons and Dragons. And is the Dungeons and Dragons with is it Chris Who's Pine? Who's in that one? Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it's Chris Pine. And is it Michelle Rodriguez? Is it a new Chris movie? Pine, is this a, a second? Michelle Rodriguez, Hugh right, Grant. Right. It's, Hugh it's must be... Grant. Yeah, Hugh Grant's doing some fun stuff. Yeah. What, is this a, is this, but they made a Dungeons and Dragons in 2000 with Jeremy Irons. Yeah, is this yeah a that's, different? that's from a long time ago. Yeah. I like this that This is that different. Is what is this This one? is a charming thief and a band of unlikely adventurers embark on an epic quest to retrieve a lost relic, but things go dangerously awry when they run afoul of the wrong people. I personally would so it's really based on like the game. See, oh, it is Michelle like, Rodriguez. Yeah, it's based on the actual Dungeons and Dragons world. There's no straight story in Dungeons and Dragons, like straightforward story. So you can do a lot of different. Well, things. you're that like always said, creating your own story. That's what you have. The yeah. what are they called? Not the, the game dice. master. What are they? What's yeah, the guy yeah, called? You have the, the, the dungeon. The, master. the the but the campaign. The person who yeah. who plans the campaign. The dungeon master. Now, have you ever seen? Do you remember the cartoon master? from when we were kids? That is the one I want to see made into live action. That was some nightmare fuel. Okay. That is when the kids no, go to the amusement park and they fall backwards into the Dungeons and Dragons universe and are just stuck there till the end of the show. It's like imagine Lost, but it's teenagers and so they're like being like hunted. Things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. So Byron met these. Um, I'm gonna by what's the story of creed three uh in creed three so there's no more stallone Stallone, because his character dies right rocky dies right is he i don't know if he dies i don't know if he's i thought he dies i thought he had cancer or something 
Doesn't he? I mean, he had cancer in the first one, but then he beats cancer. I don't know if his character. Oh, just kidding. Just not in it. Adonis, the story of Adonis has been thriving in both his career and family life, but when a childhood friend, oh, it's with the guy from uh, the that weird, crazy Jonathan Majors. Oh, it's from Majors, the, oh, who's playing yes. Kang the Conqueror in Ant Man and the Quantum no, Realm. Stop it's mentioning amazing. that movie, Shay. Stop what trying to the, convince us. What was the show that we loved? The horror show that we loved with Lovecraft um, Country. Lovecraft. Thank Country. you, Lovecraft. And this so, one okay, is going to be Adonis directed by Michael thriving. B. Jordan. Okay, Adonis. Well, hmm. okay, really. Wilson. Adonis has been thriving in both his career and family, but when a childhood friend and former boxing prodigy resurfaces, he gets out of jail. I saw the preview. The face-off is more than just a fight, and it's and the the rival is played by Jonathan Majors, who's phenomenal. Okay, so uh-huh. Jonathan Majors. Okay, so let's just start here. Let's start with Magic Mike is the buy. That's not debatable. All right. <laughs> Creed now. Creed moving three on. is my buy. Are you kidding? Creed They're moving three. Jonathan Majors pushes it into the rent. Is the story that interesting? I don't know. Maybe. It doesn't sound that Here's my pitch for Creed 3. My pitch for Creed 3 is that this is the first of the Creed movies that is basically moving away from the Rocky story entirely. Creed is now really going to stand on his own story with its own backstory. This isn't, you know... This isn't completing any arcs from the Rocky world. This is really him on his own. And I'm really excited to see that. And I think Majors is such a great actor that the fact that they're investing in a great actor as his opponent is going to is going to like level this up. Okay, but let me ask you, you say it's your buy, but when you compare it to Magic Mike, how many buns are in your movie? I mean, there's a lot sure of, I think there's going to be a lot of pecs. No, I see, Magic Mike gonna is going to be a lot of pecs and guns. It's going to be my man. It's going to be pecs and guns, but no buns. It, it, Magic Mike is going to be my man. Not because I low rank it, but because my wife is going to buy it so many times in the theater. You, which, you don't before need to I buy even it. get to see it, I won't need to spend money on it at that point. <laughs> so, right. Allie's And buying. I guess I don't even remember what the other one was, but clearly Dungeons no one Dragons. cares. Okay. Now let's get into a little bit of like the horror world. I love this because we have made Becky watch a bunch of terrifying things lately. And it's so fun to watch them with her. It's actually really not fun. I'm still nauseous and I'm texting behind your back about it. I think X, really? You're texting behind my back about X? I thought X was so cool. I want to watch Pearl. Okay. I can't. They're making a Winnie the Pooh horror movie. They're no, making a the second to that one. is the first no. one already came out. That's what really isn't the first one already out? This, I actually believe the... I'm sorry that that deserves a bled that you would bastardize those characters. It's called I Winnie agree. the Pooh Blood and Honey. It follows Pooh and Piglet as they go on a rampage after Crispin Robin, Christopher Robin abandoned them it... for college. Ab- absolutely not. I think you have to be demented. I think you have to be seriously demented to do something like that to these characters and even more demented to watch it. See, if you saw the you were were you were you unloved as a child? What happened? Well, you guys know I'm very loved. Um the banana splits (sighs) movie. Guess who wasn't setting up? I feel like this is I feel like this is been advertised for so long this movie i thought really? it was the second because no chapter. one wants to release it, really? and see it you have to watch this for us you are our well, official terror i agree with becky one. but these characters are like just it's imagine if somebody okay. made ant-man into a horror movie for you Shai, i'm apparently your favorite movie. buying cocaine bear like 
like Skywalker becomes, you know. Yeah, you mean Luke Skywalker model. becomes a bad guy? Yeah, a grumpy old bastard. It ruined. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. <laughs> exactly. So moving on, I'm going to buy Cocaine Bear because Elizabeth Banks is directing and it has feel a about killer that. cast. I'm so happy she's doing Elizabeth, something that Elizabeth feels Banks a little more indie low budge. Elizabeth Banks directed Pitch Perfect 2, which I think is superior to the first one. She also directed the real left turn Charlie's, Charlie's Angels. Angels. I think it's such and a I great like move. I like that Charlie's Angels a lot, I think too. I love that Charlie's Angels, and I think this is a great move, and I'm so excited to see it. And so I will buy that. I will rent Scream 6 because Jenna Ortega is in it, otherwise couldn't care less. Uh, right? Isn't she in it? Yeah. Or was she? I, I, yeah. When yeah, uh, well, I'm very I mean, happy. I, for her. I, I think she's awesome, but yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, I'm fascinated by this Winnie the Pooh thing. So I'll, I'll buy Cocaine Bear and I'm gonna rent Winnie the Pooh. And Lily, Jose will, will gladly watch it with you. But I want to mention the Banana Splits movie, which I think is on Hulu. I forget where it's listed, but it where they took these old characters from the HR pup and stuff kind of world. I forget what are those names of those guys who create and those old, the real and, but they played it as if these kids go to see the taping of the show, but the animatronic characters go crazy and kill everybody. It's a very funny movie. Okay. So those are, that is our, that is our buy rent man of upcoming movies. There's a lot more movies coming. There's some fun ones that look like they're coming ahead. Like, Champions, which I think looks really cool. 80 for Brady. Shout hey, out to our Emily. friend uh, Emily, Emily, friend of the podcast. Produced Emily that show. Produced, produced that movie. Portuguese. Plus, plus what a great, what a great cast. That it's got. Yeah, we're so excited for her. Emily we're Tolan so and Jane Fonda and Sally Field. And who is the fourth woman? That'll be a hoot. Who's Gotta watch that one with Rita Moreno. Rita, Rita Moreno. Oh, <laughs> um, Moreno, Moreno, and, and then I. No, you're the uh, Spanish but, one. But are these movies? Did you just did you follow? Are these all coming in quarter one, or did you just wait? When is Dune two coming out? I was just having it's this conversation last out. night. It's not coming out for like right. two more years, right? I just was getting so excited. Is it coming out soon? I'm not no, reading it's all not coming out anytime soon. Twenty twenty three. Yeah, but the first <gasps> quarter. I'm just talking about movies in the first quarter. So. Uh, who can look at release dates? Those get pushed all the time. No, I, I'm just I, saying movies I'm looking forward to. No, Nobody cares no. that it's a quarter. Do you think people are gonna? It's not a, it's not a business. Josh meeting. Crew. Josh Crew. Our amazing guest, Josh Crew, <laughs> wants to see Plane really badly. The one that's just about a. We should do an episode on movies with one word titles. titles. Plane. Like Barbie. Is Barbie. Barbie looks Barbie? fantastic. Plane. Margot Robbie is not going to mess this up. It's going to be awesome. And neither will Ryan Gosling. That is going to yeah, be fantastic. Greta these are not, these are not Greta pe- exactly. These are not people. They, they, they will crush this. It will be fantastic. I, I predict it will be like a cult movie. Like, like you're talking maybe clueless level. Uh, I think Greta Gerwig plus those two, it's going to be so cool and weird. Um, so what else, what else do you want to see? Or actually, no, I mean, I love your, your list. That, I love, I love that your list that you have here, but um, shout outs and Rex. Yeah. Oh, I've been watching slow horses on Apple TV plus with Gary Oldman and Kristen Scott Thomas is kind of like the villain ish type one. Like not really clear. Um, and uh i don't really know anyone else in the cast they're all british it's 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 fun i'm enjoying it it's um it's basically all the mi5 rejects are put in an annex office where they do the worst most boring stupid work some 
chain of events unfold, a mystery ensues, and this band of, as Gary Oldman says, they're losers, but they're my losers, have to, you know, work together to find their way out of this mess. And I think it's it's fun. It's like just mysterious enough, just exciting enough where an episode ends and I'm like, ooh, that was fun. I could watch another. Um, but low stakes, you know, not like uh uh yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with that. And I, I definitely recommend it. What about you, Will? Um so you won't let me mention movies because that oh, we're not sure now we're in shout outs and Rex. Oh my Do whatever God, you want shout- now. Lily. You know um, what? Like you're like you're one to follow the rules. Um, I saw you're so violent, concerned about the rules. I saw violent. Well, I just had found it amazing that we. I didn't realize that release dates mattered. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to keep it organized so we don't talk about every movie right now. Um, to save some movies for later. Save some movies for later, and I know you're in a rush. Um. So, so I watched Violent Night last night, which was fantastic because I watched it with mom and and dad. dad. Also, we need to. And also, can you explain why dad liked it? I feel like it's so unlike him to enjoy a movie like that. No, it has diehard vibes. It has that 90s violent humor vibe. That's exactly what dad said. Dad was like, you know, this reminds me of Die Hard and I feel like I have to rewatch that. He stayed up till midnight. Maybe he fell asleep a little bit at the beginning. Did someone give him a cold nap? Did someone give him a cold brew? Did you guys ever hear that story? Hold on, sidebar. Have you heard that story? We were in Philly once, and Vlad and him went for uh, a walk, and he got dad a a cold brew, and he tried to warn dad. He's like, "Listen, cold brews are really strong. They they have it has a lot of caffeine." And dad's like, "Oh, it's fine. It's fine." He only drank maybe about a quarter or let's say a third of the cup of cold brew and threw it out and this was 11 o'clock in the morning 1 a.m he is still awake walking around the apartment at full speed cleaning it he cleaned it for like six hours it was was wild so having dad stay up late is miraculous he did not have a cold brew i think he (laughs) He slept during the part at the beginning where get where it's like they're introducing the family members or whatever they're in the living room a lot Maybe he slept through that, but because that doesn't really matter. Once the action started, he was awake the whole time. And um, I think the fact that you know that each kill is going to be more creative and ridiculous, that, you know, he was he was anticipating the end. And the best was mom, who loved it. Like, you know, set a guy's head on fire, mom is in. She was like, she thought that was the best. They, but also... They- Mom kept being like, I bet you the end is that you need Christmas magic. I bet it's, you need Christmas magic. And I was like, Mom, that's not this kind of movie. She's like, you'll see. And then at the end, when it's all about Christmas magic, Mom was like, this has to be our family Christmas movie every year. This is a movie we're all going to watch. <laughs> She's like, it was amazing. And the and the truth is that David Harbour was awesome. Like, he really made the movie. Yeah, yeah he and made movie. And the fact that he's like, I don't know the rules. Like, it, it really it was great. And John Luciano was also fantastic. It was, it was great. It was just a really fun movie. So I watched that with them, which was awesome. That's really cool. I saw a really cool, gritty movie, uh, crime movie called The Ghost Who Walks. Also, kind of a Christmas movie. Well, at least it has. It's cool. Never heard of it. Um, when did it you had, watch that? I feel like I, you're. When do you? When do you have time? In extra features. Uh, you know, I just I 
You and I are at the same place in the offer, yet you somehow managed to sneak in an entire feature film no one's even heard of. Ne- never stop, never stopping. Anyways, if you like, it's it's one of these gritty, takes place over one night, guy gets out of jail, is trying to find his family and make things right while there are other criminals on hot on his tail. It's directed by Cody Stokes, who I think did a really nice job. Garland Scott, the the, the lead, I thought was really was really good. And uh, it's it's if you like that kind of like 25th hour, you know what I'm talking about? Like that type of movie that mm-hmm. this is that it totally has that kind of vibes. And it's a cool indie gritty um, m- crime movie. I think it's the kind of thing dad would probably dad would probably like not an uplifting movie, but mm-hmm. but cool. And then I just can't say enough about the offer. I love the offer so much on Paramount Plus. Al Reddy played by Miles Teller. I, I feel like Miles Teller is in like Robert Redford zone of of acting. Like he's so cool. He can he well he he's I guess I don't know if Robert Redford's different and everything, but like Miles Teller is just can be a leading man in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how I describe it. And uh, the 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 relationship between him and Matthew Good as Bob Evans and him and what's his name? Oh my God. Uh, I, I messed this up last time too. Mm, who are you I talking about? From the Which Goldbergs. person? The guy who plays Francis Dan, Ford Dan Fogler. Dan, Dan Fogler. Fogler. Dan Fogler is yeah, so incredible. I want to see a spinoff series of Dan Fogler playing Francis Ford Coppola in in movies about movies Francis Ford Coppola made. Like I want to see Apocalypse he's, Now. He's been, he's been Wouldn't that he's be been such a crazy movie, but with Dan Fogler yeah. as Francis Ford Coppola? Then I want to see him uh, doing Bram Stoker's Dracula, maybe The Godfather mm-hmm. 3. Not The Godfather 2, because I don't think there's a lot of drama in that one. I think that one, they just like, had a lot of money and they made it. <laughs> but I, I just love him as Francis Ford Coppola. It's so great. And with that, we bring, we kick off the new year. People have been asking us, by the way, the Signal Awards, January 10th is when they say they will give us uh, the, the announce the winners. So, so exciting. Thank you to everybody who voted. Thank very, you to everybody who listens exciting. to the show. And thank you to Lily and Becky for making those awesome episodes that we submitted. And uh, with that, uh, Lily, uh, where can people follow you and Becky? You can follow us at fnm sisters on instagram and fnm sisters has a lot of the good stuff friday night movie is like the official for the record i know our handle you could also <laughs> ask me sometimes that's that's true mm. that's true is it though that's... you don't seem to be able to tag us in anything so or i'm not sure in. you do <laughs> no particular and you can follow me at pancake and the number four table pancake four table on all the socials and the podcast's official feed, Fry Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram and other places. Join our newsletter at FridayNightMoviePod.com. And our theme music is by What Does It Eat? Thanks for doing the show, guys. Love you. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye.